Three, two, one. Welcome. We are here in the Eon Shenton Bamboo office with some beautiful views for the Heldzilla Weekly, episode number three. With me today is the legendary, the good-looking man himself, John Caro. Welcome, John. Right, right. Too much credit there, but thank you, Nico. Hi, hello, everybody listening to us. How's everyone doing? Hope. Everyone's having a fabulous weekend. Actually, it is a weekend, so I hope you guys have rested well and enough. Uh, I think Nico and I did rest a little bit, I think, I assume. Yeah, so... So, so John, you've, you've got an interesting background just to start with, because you, you are like this, this digital marketing guru. Like you've, you've got an extensive resume on, under your belt in terms of digital marketing, modeling, social media, sports... Um, exercising, keep taking very good care of yourself. So, could you like give us a short summary of what are all the uh, all the things you've been up to? Because you have a really interesting uh, background. Cool. I guess, uh, like any millennial, I am the type that loves to juggle a lot of multiple things. You know, so they say that your attention span is quite short, but then it's there's beauty in in being able to be flexible and versatile and like do a lot of all things at the same time so yes sir i am a digital marketeer by profession if you go by the books and apart from that one i am a travel blogger on social media which is pretty fun because i'm really passionate about discovering cultures country food I am a restaurateur, so I own a couple of restaurants in the Philippines. I am also trying to get into a bit of modeling because there is a little bit of money there, and why not? <laughs> so I do that on the side when there are when there's opportunity for me to do that. I am very much into wellness and fitness. So we, I mean, I've met Nico over CrossFit, I think, two and a half years ago. Uh, he continues to do CrossFit and I have stopped and I have found my own way of finding what, you know, diet, exercise and fitness that works, works well with my body. Uh, but I'm still very much on it. And, and yeah, I think, I think there is a lot of, you know, dimensions. And oh, I'm also a marketing consultant. Um, so on, on, on spare times, on, 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 on days where I don't have my day job or, and my night job, <laughs> I find myself, you know, meeting, you know, um, marketing companies or brands just needing some guidance and, and, and a bit of advice and a little bit of the wisdom that I carry with me. So, yeah. Absolutely. So it, it is a very interesting background and, and how you approach the whole digital marketing, digital space in, in, in general is, is very fascinating indeed. And, and because you are a serial entrepreneur at the same time or a business owner, however you want to call that, living a very busy millennial life. Um, so it, it, from the context of, of health and wellness and, and keeping yourself in shape, Let's talk today about you know how do you keep yourself in shape, focusing on your recent um, endeavors into intermittent fasting, yes sir, um, and the way how you work out and, and all that sort of stuff. Because obviously, evidently, um, last week uh, or two weeks ago, we spoke with Riku, who who approaches stuff in a very different sort of different manner. He's he's very um, very very much into CrossFit and that sort of very one one not one dimensional maybe it's the wrong word but he's like he just plows through his daily routine which is to to work on a very very high demanding work and then working out in crossfit and then making sure the recovery is there as you have a very different type of lifestyle which 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 engages like multiple streams of 
businesses, you know, modeling gigs and, and all that. So it's going to be interesting to hear, hear um, how you build your health and wellness and how do you actually take care of your, your sort of, um, how do you look? Because obviously you, as you do modeling stuff and so forth, it is important to mm -hmm. look good and to be in shape. So recently you've gone into uh, intermittent fasting. Yep. Um, how did you find intermittent fasting and what, what took you to that direction? I would say it would be like quite, uh, it's not so recent. So I've been on it for about a year and a half, I think. Um, and the reason why I got into it is because I think we, I mean, to begin with, like if we go like years back, I've always been a fat kid. I, I grew up as, a, too. as a fat <laughs> kid and therefore, you know, as a, as a growing up as a fat kid, apart from the social pressures and whatnot, there has always been an attempt for you to be able to find the diet that suits you. And, you know, I went through this yo-yo phase of like... Um, caloric deficit and not eating, starving yourself or re uh, removing carbs completely off your diet, removing fried food off your diet. And then you, and then you find yourself, and then obviously trying to work in, in between that, you know, try uh, being a corporate slave and trying to find time for workout. And, and back then, because I think lack of education, I, I just thought that sweating out or running is the only way to go for me to lose weight. And so I was doing a lot of like cardio. I was eating less and starving myself. And then, and then after three, two, three months later, you find yourself eating a lot again. So, so it's always been a journey to find what diet suits me and suits the and my shape back then. And, and, and so I tried a lot of things um, and, and I tried going weightlifting. I think that's how I found myself into CrossFit as well. Unfortunately, I've injured myself twice in CrossFit and therefore I was like, maybe it's not for me. So, and, and, and then in the process, like, you know, you would hear a lot about diets. I mean, especially in the digital era where people talk about all these arts. You talk about someone who is trying to do a caloric deficit full yeah. stop. You're talking about someone who is into um, keto, um, into paleo, and then into IF. So, and and I, I would have to be honest, I did try a lot of these things. You know, I even did vegan for a couple of days, 100 okay, days yeah, vegan, yeah. actually. So... And it's always like, and, and I believe, because I believe like peop, the response of these diets to your body differs from person to person. So you wouldn't even have a very clear point of view unless you've tried it yourself yeah, and you see how it worked for you. Now, I have, I started IF about, yeah, about early last year to early 2018. Yeah. And I just tried it for a couple of months. And surprisingly, I think the reason of, of for vanity reasons, I think the reason why I've got hooked into it because I found myself discovering that actually abs is not just genetics. You can actually have abs. Like exactly, you know, exactly. I grew up. I, I grew up thinking like, oh my god, I can't have abs. <laughs> they say I'm big boned or genetically I'm you know I'm part I'm I'm Asian and so like I can't have abs. And then. You know, I have come along from friends in the same fitness circle trying to do it. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do it. 
Um, and, and so you try it, obviously you try it based on what people tell you of it, the very basic, which is 16 hours of, of, of fasting and then eight hours of feeding yourself um, without having to read upon it. So I'm, I'm not nerdy that way. So sure. when people when when people you trust tell you, why don't you just do it? And it's so simple and easy to follow, then you just do it. And so I did it for about 100 days and I saw progress and like progress to the tune of like for the first time. I had abs. I'm like, oh my god, this kind of works. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I could do it. And that's when I started also reading upon it. And then I was like, why did it work? Why, why is it like for for the very first time in my life, which I've lived quite long, I am seeing results, okay. and without having to even kill myself in the gym. Yeah. And 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 I thought like it was fascinating because. Uh, as you've and as we've shared earlier if you've if you live a such a busy life like you need to be able to find a diet that you can keep up with and that you can sustain and I thought like this is it and and, and that's why I'm on it of course so the question because you said you've tried all sorts of different diets yes. going from you know restricting carbs you are on a caloric deficit deficit I'm assuming that you've sort of counted your yeah. calories previously and so forth so how do you compare um, the IF to the previous diet yeah. and then why do you think it's it's better? I go by, I, I and I would go by the scientific part of it um, to be able to explain why I think, I don't know if I'm post-rationalizing, but I do think it is scientific. I think that, so caloric deficit is just one part of it. But what's interesting about intermittent fasting, so I did the 16-8, yeah, the 16, hour, 16 hours of being of fasting, which means you're unfed, and then eight hour window by which you eat. So just a good question: How yeah. many meals do you eat? Uh, so, so within eight hours, I could eat two meals yeah. or two and a half. So, even three sometimes. Like, and people ask, "How do you eat three meals in eight hours?" I'm like, "I just can." Like, if if you're like me, who you know, who likes to also binge watch on a couple of series at late night, you find yourself eating a little, of course, of course, yeah. and and that's all right. Mm-hmm. So, so back to the point. So, sixteen eight is is the is 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 how I started. And what it does is, you know, when, when you're on a fasted state, your insulin levels are down, mm-hmm. right? The science beat why 16 people ask is because it's for the first eight hours, you're actually depleting your sugar stores. And then between, between, between your eight hours to your 12 hours is when you're depleting your fat stores. Mm-hmm. Actually, the window between 12 to 16 is just subjective because people's body's reactions to these would differ and therefore the 12 to 16th hour is just a window by which you can say okay your stores are are completely depleted basically so what does this tell us um this tells us that there's a there's a beautiful story around depleting stored sugar and stored fat in the concept of intermittent fasting which doesn't happen if you don't do fasting at all um depletion only starts when your insulin levels are down and the only way by which insulin levels are down is when you're not eating at all insulin levels are down obviously when you're sleeping because we're not eating and that's when you when that's when you actually then start consuming and burning 
everything stored, whether it's stored sugar or stored fat. And and I go by, you know, and I go by, and you try to recall yourself like being a fat kid, and you're like, oh yeah, I do have a lot of stored fat because I never stop eating. Uh, and and it's not so. So I would say it's a combination of like, yeah, you probably would have a caloric deficit. In my case, I don't. Uh, in my case, um, it, it, it is largely attributed to that depletion of, you know, of, of, yeah. your, of your stores, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's, that's very interesting. And because I've been, I've been sort of dabbling in, in, in the world of intermittent fasting as well. So just from a scientific perspective, I understand the scientific background of what you mentioned, which is based on the insula, insula, insulinogenic theory of fat loss, which is another school of thought, the other one being simply calories in versus mm-hmm. calories out, which I think I, I still subscribe slightly more towards, but I, I, I do understand it because the science is, I think it's still a bit out there, um, even though you have uh, evidence to, towards either side, right? So for, for me, what, what I find, maybe it's the same for you, you can give a comment in a bit, but for what I find over the weekends, for example, it's, it's like naturally comes that 16, 8. It's like mm-hmm. I don't feel hungry, mm-hmm. hung, like I'm hungry before mm-hmm. 12 or noon or 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. Just for example, today I had my, my brunch or breakfast at 1 p.m. just mm-hmm. before coming here. And I ate last time yesterday night. So it's like f- about 16 hours. Then I eat twice a day, mm-hmm. like naturally. So it, it, it does, for, from my side... Um, it feels more natural to eat just a, just two times a day, having mm. like a brunch and then sure. a larger dinner, which from a preference perspective, because it allows you to eat slightly larger meals mm-hmm. at the same time, it, it gives you that food satisfaction of and when you want to watch uh, Netflix or whatever, yeah. you can you can enjoy um, in, enjoy this somewhat. So. <clears throat> Previously, you did you did count your macros, yes. right, and count the calories. So, did what were the, the difficulties you found in, in that model compared to what you're doing now with regards to intermittent fasting? I think there is so there is simplicity into intermittent fasting, Agreed. and 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 from and and I say that from a busy lifestyle perspective, because. When imagine, so I used to do meal preps and counting my macros when I wasn't doing IF. And you would have to prepare three, four, even sometimes six small meals. Um, The preparation, the time that gets into thinking and actually preparing and actually like even paying for these things, right? It's, it's, you know, it adds up. And, and, and now with IF, you find yourself only having to think about like, okay, what's going to be my main, um, like um, break fast meal and then what would I want to binge on after for instance so it really simplifies everything I think if if you talk about um, so so but I do want to sort of caution people in terms of the downsides of it because like I I just feel overall I feel like versus caloric counting from a this is not from a weight loss perspective but from a from a sustaining and from a mass gaining perspective, I just feel like I'm leaner. I'm not. I'm less bulky mm. now compared to when I was counting my macros. Because when I was counting my macros, literally you are on every bit of calorie and every gram of protein, right? Optimized exactly. Like so, so you push that, and and also because like you know you you also eat the protein when you're supposed to eat it. Mm. 
you schedule it because you eat the protein you have the boost of protein the moment you hit your workout and 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 therefore kind of it's almost automatic on your muscle on your way to muscle repair then you eat the right food and that's why you kind of like are in your best bulky shape however now this time because i do if it's it's there are days for example when i work out but i cannot eat yet and and that's to some to some right to, to some fitness enthusiasts that's not cool not because you're like oh you are it's it's the point where you need to start feeding your body and feeding your muscle but you're still fasting mm. and and so like if again you go back to i guess your core objective and and this, there's a little bit of truth to this if people are wanting to really lose weight i would suggest if is the most convenient fastest way i mean i won't say fastest i mean convenient easy way to do it but if you're trying to gain mass if you want to bulk up i'm not really sure if if is for you especially for a extended period of time because it doesn't really bring in the mass and the muscle that you want so if you're for instance if you're trying to be a and and putting it in reference to like modeling if you're going to be a runway model that needs to be lean and needs to fit yeah. the Asian small standard or medium standard, then you can do IF. Like, sure. But if you're trying to be a fitness model that has like, you know, your arms bulging up your sleeves, and the, the IF is probably not for you. Like, I, I would suggest you do your your macro count yeah. accordingly. And, and yeah, it, it, it makes sense. Yeah. It does, it does. So in terms of um, your IF regime, because you've, you've gone to this 16A. Yes. And you can obviously, you could have various different versions yep. of this, but so do you normally like have similar foods that you eat every day or do you like go by the feel? Do you, do you look into how much, roughly how much protein you get or any, any, any of this? I, I have been quite irresponsible and it's fun, funnily though, even with, and, and, and please take that with a grain of salt because to some people it's probably still responsible, but but it's funny how despite being irresponsible you find yourself being able to maintain yeah. the, the shape and the physique that you want when i say responsible just to answer your question i do eat like my go-to my chicken my roast chicken I'm, I'm i'm a very simple guy and and like i said i value simplicity and not having to complicate mm. what i would want to eat so my, my go-to, for example, breakfast meal would either be a whole roast chicken. Nice, nice. Or I would go by, like, the salad. I, I would indulge on quite pricey salads, but with a huge serving of my chicken breast, for example, yeah, yeah. or my tuna, mm-hmm. or whatever lean protein I could take. Then when I say responsible is that I do eat carbs. So it's mm-hmm. funny, like after, for example, my first meal, assuming, for example, I break my fast at 7 p.m. or 6.30, and then I would have my first meal. An hour and a half later, I'll be hungry. Oh, I'll be hungry already. an hour and a half later. And I would probably grab like a like a, like a half I wouldn't say half loaf, but like a one third the baguette, for mm-hmm. example. So some carbs. To yeah, I would go by that. Or if I'm feeling a little bit of guilty, I would eat like 400 to 500 grams, of, and that's big, of sweet potatoes, for example. Oh, nice. yeah. I would do carbs. I do carbs. And then, and then maybe uh, while I'm binge watching, I would have my roasted hazelnuts. Mm-hmm. And I could, eat, I could eat 100 grams of it, and I don't feel guilty at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so, so sometimes you're hit by like a doubt in your mind. You're like, oh, shucks, am I, am I eating too much calories and stuff? But 
But at the end of the day, I, I think the simplicity, again, I go by the simplicity of it. The fact that despite that, I, there is a natural calorie burn of your body. Um, and, and, and there is that depletion, ultimate, like ultimate depletion of, of whatever stores you have. Then so far, it's good, I think. I, I mean, I've been, and I said irresponsible. I've been quite responsible for about a month and a half now. And I haven't seen any drastic fluctuations on on the way on, on my weight for yeah. example so i am feeling like oh okay i could keep up to this and you know i i think it's also balance you know i've went a year ago um when i was trying on the caloric um because i on and off if mm-hmm. right so yeah. last year 2018 was the year by which i've explored if i explored macro counting i've explored veganism i've explored all these diets and so on so uh, last year, I was doing macros and I was literally weighing every single food I had, even the, to the single piece of berry I would have, sure, I would sure. weigh. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, I was doing it for three months and it came to a point where I wasn't sure if I was still happy doing it because it was like I had a wear, a food wear. And it's, you know, if you take a step back and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I lived that life. Mm-hmm. It, it's just not like fun anymore. Um, I, I to me and, 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 and you need to be able to still enjoy life yeah. and, and sort of like indulge yourself on things that you would find a bit of happiness I mean yeah. food is also about you know being able to not just nourish yourself with but also find food or you know indulgences that keeps you happy and, 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 and IF allows me to do that I, I fully agree with you on that, that this is an interesting point because as per what you said there's so much more into food than just being a nutritional value per se, um, and which is something that, that a lot of fit influencers and these types of uh, characters sometimes forget mm-hmm. when planning meal plans for their clients or whatnot, or suggesting how you should be dieting or, or losing body weight. Is the fact that because I went through that that macro counting um, um, theory as well for a very long time, and it, it works. It does work. But it, it, what it did for me is it generated this <clears throat> obsession yeah. on food, on and it, it wasn't healthy by any mm-hmm. any means and standards. So hence I'm open to explore stuff like intermittent fasting and, and such like as well. So just as I'm as I'm listening to your your uh, way of eating now, it still seems very healthy and, and mm-hmm. sort of conscious. So mm-hmm. you don't have you don't sort of slide into eating you know chocolates or something no. like that. I'm sure you do like eat some treats or whatnot well the, it's it's that my treats would be and this is embarrassing my treat would be like this chinese pork bun called bao char shu bao oh i it mean it's good <laughs> uh it's really good and th- yeah. that's my indulgence and what else i so so it's still clean because like mm-hmm. i don't eat i mean i don't drink alcohol i think it so like zero like mm-hmm. zero alcohol yeah. um and like i don't eat yeah i don't eat chocolates yeah. uh, i mean to me, like hazelnut is sinful already because it has fat. Of course, um, people argue it has healthy fat, but I'm like, no, it's still fat. <laughs> and, still and, fat. and and by the and by the <laughs> amount I eat it, I, I tell you, like it is like not healthy. Like it's, you know, I mean, people are supposed to be eating nuts to the size of the palm, right? I mean, only a handful at most, or even some even fitness enthusiasts would even count the number of almonds they would eat in yeah. one sitting. Yeah. But I'm not like that at all. I'm like, I'm sorry, no, I mean, I'm sort of quote-unquote uh, sacrificing enough to by 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 keeping my the, the fast state and and that's enough sacrifice for me and is, and, yeah. and since so far my body has been co- cooperating i think and, yeah. and yeah that's good yeah 
So, because one thing what what I found myself with intermittent fasting compared to um, like calorie counting is is the the simple fact that when you are such a long um, time without eating, you're actually less hungry at the mm -hmm. same time. Sure. So what that has done for me is that I have very fewer urges to snack, for mm -hmm. example, at workplace or such like. Do you find any uh, similar? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Two things. No, firstly, it's like. If you, if you think by how human beings started there w in the primitive time, there wasn't really any source of food mm -hmm. that's specific to times of the day by which people eat. So the concept of eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner is a modern concept. If you go by the hunting generation, you, eat, you, you starve the whole day and then the guy hunts for food for the family and that's the only meal that you eat. So, like, if you go by that, it's 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 everything or cravings, whatever that you just have mentioned. For example, it's all mental, it and it's all very socially induced. So you see your colleagues eating, then you kind of like have that. Oh, I think I want that too, sort of. So and 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 food has become very social, mm -hmm. and therefore you don't want to miss out, and and, and therefore you kind of binge or indulge on when every time they indulge maybe a bar of ice cream or a, a chocolate a piece of chocolate but like again going back into how we started and how human beings were yeah. it, it, it's it's it, it we are designed to i would say starve and i, I wouldn't even say starve. I, we are designed to phase the times by which we consume our meal uh, because starving is entirely different concept starving is not having enough food and therefore sacrificing your mass and your muscles and your organs for instance because if is not starving at all if is still eating for example for instance um your your the calorie that you need to take within a day for you to be able to maintain your weight is around 2200 then it's just about eating those 2200 within the eight hour window it's yeah, not exactly. it's not deficit at all it's not and, starving and you can at all. still overeat yeah totally and you actually feel better because like you're you don't know that you're actually not overeating but it feels like you're overeating because you're eating it in a very short amount exactly, of time exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. but 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 yeah so cravings though cravings not much mm -hmm. i think it also helps that so coffee is my best friend oh, so nice, yeah. and and it kind of like kind of kills a lot of the cravings mm -hmm. that you would want throughout the day or even like hot green tea yeah. does that because because in if right inter in intermittent fasting you are allowed to take like low calorie drinks of course. uh in the form of a black coffee without sugar and cream in the form of a hot tea so you can take those and and those help mm. uh but through time i think through building habit and and through really really getting used to and accustomed to not consuming anything then you don't find yourself craving you don't actually find yourself hungry even and 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 i always tell people sometimes actually when you're hungry you're actually not hungry your body is telling you you're thirsty exactly. you probably just need to drink water so so that's how i kind of like deal with it so with, with regards to the, to the link, this is something that, as, as for what you referred to previously, is that it might not be optimal in terms of your workout uh, routine to, to work out whilst mm -hmm. being on a fasted state still. So can you link the, the IF into your work, workout routine and, and how, have you noticed any differences between like the macro counting style um, um, eating habits 
when you go into your workouts, do you feel less energetic or does it not have any impact into your workouts? The, there's two things to that. The first one is that it's not true that you need a pre-workout as a boost, for example. Yeah. So for the, ever since I've done IF quite rigorously, which means I think it was just June this year, June 1st this year, when I got back into 100%, I figured out all the diets, I'm like, I'm going to stick to IF. So beginning June this year, all my workouts, which would be about just three to four times a week, very light toning exercises in the gym, they are all done in a fasted state. And I never felt like I don't have enough energy. So it, there and, and, and for someone who has always needed a cup of protein shake as a pre-workout, that's oh, yeah. a completely different idea. Uh, I even used to have like one Chinese bow before a CrossFit yeah. just because I thought that I needed to eat before I worked out. But it's not true. In fact, if for example, for, if for the listeners that are wanting to lose weight, it's even more effective. Um, there are scientific studies that says that if you work out on a fasted state, then obviously the depletion of your stored fat is just much faster and just much more effective from a weight loss perspective. So from a pre-workout perspective, that's the first point there. I didn't see much difference from a post though. Like I do know and I do see that I don't bulk up to if, for example, I need to bulk up my chest, for example, for a particular See, I don't know because it's beach season, whatever. Yeah, it's just not optimal, and and you know that, and you've yeah. you've seen photos of yourself, for example, of your own selfies or whatever pictures mm. on the beach mm -hmm. that there. It's it's not just it's not as packed. Um, it is very lean, but it's mm. it's more the lean muscles than the bulky muscles. Mm -hmm. So so I am for, at the moment, for example, long and lean, but like not, not bulky. Yeah. So, so I did notice some effect on the post workout because, and, and obviously you have science to back that up yeah. because if, if you don't, if, if unfortunately your fast doesn't happen within the, sorry, your breaking of your fast doesn't happen in the first 30 minutes of the workout yeah. of post your workout, then you lose that window. And, and we know that it's scientifically proven that you need to be able to consume your protein in the first 30 minutes, maximum one hour yeah. else you, you lose that particular window. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe cause, cause obviously when you fasted for say 12 hours, so you've depleted your muscle glycogen yeah. levels, which technically means that you will correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm assuming things for you, but um, which technically from a, a biological perspective would mean that you will not be able to get such a pump because the pump is, is actually water, just water and blood um, mm -hmm. uh, filling up your muscles after the workout, which you've actually been using. So the less carbohydrates you would have, i.e. muscle glycogen you would have, the less pump you would get. Would you, have you seen any? No, such? no, actually. Um, is it because probably coffee is also helping me? I could would be, could be. Could so be. I would have I would have a like coffee. I would still have my coffee yeah. before my caffeine basically fix mm. before a workout. Mm. But still, I'm able to deliver that um, yeah. pump. I don't think so. I get it depends on I guess the intensity of your workouts. Of course. I and I speak for my very i would say very light workouts mm -hmm. because i've my um, i've programmed my workouts to be more toning okay so, um, so not like bodybuilding yes okay, yeah. yes so it would probably be the different case if i were doing something else yeah sure i understand, yeah. I understand. so um this is a nice sort of segue towards 
because you do like modeling photo shoots um, as well. So because obviously it's very important in these photo shoots to look look your best and all mm. that. So do you change your eating or workout regimes leading up into a photo shoot? For yes, example? but more like because a lot of the shoots, for instance, are are needing me to be a little bit more responsible, mm. which means because I like I said, I'm, I'm branding myself as a slightly irresponsible eater. What I do is normally I extend my fast periods to say 18 hours or even 20 hours okay, so, so you just so, extend the, the yeah fast i extend the fast because like i just want to make sure that everything is depleted and then obviously you would want your pumps on certain sections of your body of leading up to the shoot and that's what you kind of do you kind of so you kind of like instead of breaking down your workouts into several muscle groups you kind of focus on particular muscle groups mm -hmm. that you need to to sort of, of like project of course. so how do you then do you feel any difference in your energy levels when you start extending that fasting period actually no as well it's funny like and it's just it's just mental mm. it's just mental where where you need to be able to keep yourself busy just course, so you yeah. don't Focus think about food. something yeah. i think it, it's really that because there were days and and i say this in a very like lose way but for instance the other day i was trying to do 20 out 21 hour mm. the way i kept myself busy was actually getting to shopping it's almost black friday sale and and shopping malls are crazy on sale yeah, of course. i was able to do a 21 hour fast mm. without having to be hungry and think because i was busy so <laughs> swimming through clothes and fitting on clothes for example so as long as you are and versus for example yesterday i was trying to do the same 21 except i've done my shopping two days ago so yesterday i was just at home i was trying to binge on some movies late at night mm. to to extend it but then i was like oh my god every time i would look at my watch and like what time is it what time is it so so it's really mental it's it really mental from an energy level perspective i didn't see it at all and some some people even do 24 hour fasts right and and i don't think so also funnily people ask me is so people ask me like don't you get dizzy or don't you think like there's less concentration on the contrary scientifically it's the opposite it is I, I agree scientifically it's the opposite you actually tend to be more focused and more sharp mm. post your fasting and 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 and, it, and and people can read up on it i'm not the doctor but there are there are facts that prove this and it's it's similar to how people why people why tend why people tend to work out at the daytime because before work because it just gets them into a proper mental space yes, and mental zone absolutely. it's the same reason it's, a, it's exactly the same reason and that's why i tell people no it's all it's all mental so yeah i agree so would you then because obviously in, in terms of fasting there are different um, schools of thought yeah. into this like aki for example a few months ago um did this lo long like three or four day yeah. fast would you go into that extent yourself? no i tried it and i how I long did, did, you, did you try no it? i didn't try three okay. days i tried it only for i tried it for like 24 hours mm -hmm. yeah. and i didn't like its effect on me personally mm -hmm. so how did you find you how did you no i i i mean as shallow as it sounds but i had a massive breakout the day after oh, okay. because Sorry. of increased um levels testosterone levels yeah. heightened testosterone levels that led to like breakout I understand. I understand. and and it was like oh this is not cool yeah, okay. and, and and also in the process you i mean there, there were there are a lot of readings that says that you feel more energized mm. the day after a 24-hour fast it didn't feel that way for me 
also like I had a, I didn't like how I crashed after I fed myself post the 24 hours. So it was just I, a complete crash. I literally crashed. I, I've never experienced a sugar crash in my life. But even if I broke my fast using protein and veg, mm -hmm. I had a crash. Like I think an hour after my meal, I was on bed and for th I took a long, deep power nap. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I find and then I found myself like awake again. I was like, what just happened? So again, it probably would be different to different people yeah, the way that this um, fasting responds, but. It just, I, I personally don't feel like there's an extra incentive mm -hmm. for me to do that. The fact, for example, that I do my IF every day is already good enough because, in fact, IF to, to, to some, to some, to some doctors, for example, you do IF only for a couple of days, they say, just to clean and to detox. I mean, if, if, if you, it depends on your objective, but from a detox perspective, to do a 5-2, mm -hmm. for example, yeah. is good enough. It is. Um, the fact that I do IF every day since June 1st mm -hmm. is already great enough for me. And so I don't feel the need or an, a much, much incremental benefit from extending it to two to three hours. Yeah. Sorry, to two to three days. Two to three days, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like one of these things I wanted to try as well. I've probably gone as long as 24 hours of, um, of doing fasting. I did find that relatively easy at the same time, but it, it came after like quite a large dinner meal. Mm -hmm. So it was quite easy to sustain, um, but I am, I'm a bit on the verge of going any longer than mm -hmm. that, exactly because of the reasons that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't necessarily support the, the body's overall uh, hormonal production mm -hmm. um, specifically, which I'm a bit concerned because I've had some issues yeah. when, I, when I took my calories too low and my, yeah. my body fat levels too low, which basically destroyed my, my, my testosterone or body's mm -hmm. um, hormone production completely and it took me mm -hmm. a very long time to recover, so I'm a bit mindful of that yes. to not to mess that up uh, mess that up again uh, at the same time so one interesting point because one thing that i've noticed myself is when doing intermittent fasting is that okay so you're able to eat slightly larger meals right so then especially dinner which for me is the favorite meal which i can enjoy a bit mm -hmm. and maybe watch something on youtube or netflix and so forth so because of that um i have a few, for a few times, I found that, that I've eaten slightly too large uh, dinner, and mm -hmm. then it then it has impacted my sleep mm -hmm. negatively. Have mm -hmm. you found any any of these types of impacts? How do you manage that? I think it's it's the phasing. Mm -hmm. So, for example, uh, as shared earlier, I, I would break my fast with something slightly larger, mm -hmm. and then it tapers off. Oh, it goes the other. It tapers yeah, off. So, if you're talking about, for example, if you if say if you're talking about a six hour to eight hour eating window, the the size of the food tapers off the the mm -hmm. the closer it gets to bedtime, obviously, and that kind of has been helpful. I think I would echo what you've said only if I was doing a say, for instance, I tried a twenty one mm -hmm. hour. Uh, fast and then I only had three hours to eat and like and I was still feeling a bit bloated oh, and gosh. I didn't have sleeping problems but I didn't feel comfortable when I woke up mm -hmm. it felt like oh I still have food in me kind of yeah. and and which which obviously felt a little bit better as the day went on mm -hmm. because you started depleting them again onto your next cycle course, yeah um, but sleeping, I, I don't know, again, it's not scientifically backed, but like 
I, it, I, when I'm sleepy, I sleep. <laughs> when I, I'm just like, oh, I'm yeah. so tired. Like, yeah. I, 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 I could sleep. Mm-hmm. I could sleep, but, but probably not on the very full one. So you can't expect me to eat a whole roast chicken and then sleep yeah, yeah, an hour later. No, that's impossible. Yeah, absolutely. So do you then, because um, just hearing you, how you tested out all sorts of different diets mm-hmm. and, and had that same sort of story as myself, which is being a, a fat kid essentially and then, then getting into shape later on in life. So do you, how do you feel currently? Do you think that you would be uh, going on with IF ty- uh, style eating for, you know, as long as you can or do you think you'll explore some other ways of, of eating as well I think I'm happy to stick with IF and I say this only because I it suits the kind of lifestyle that I have whether I am working or I'm on a holiday it's, it's the best one that still manages to keep me in shape so you know they say abs is made in the kitchen and not yes, in the gym yes. it's true and like it's funny how so if for example if like me you don't entirely you enjoy workouts but you're not obsessed with workouts Mm -hmm. and the only reason you're working out really is one to feel good about yourself two is to look good whichever comes first but but i i'm kind of done with spending so much time in the gym whereas you could have used that time elsewhere doing something else or juggling something and so in in doing so and and by the way yield good in fact sometimes slightly better results and so that said if 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 for example allows frees up my gym time and allows me to socialize to pursue something I'm passionate, whether it's manning my restaurant, flying over for a holiday for your blog, or saying yes to a modeling gig, for instance, it just feeds up so much time. Whereas back in the day, I would diligently and would have the full discipline to be in the gym six days a week, like no breaks. And every gym session would at least be an hour of good workout, plus 30 minutes going in and 30 minutes of shower, so it's two hours. And, and, and imagine if, if I tell you now that, hey, I'm able to maintain my shape in a way that I'm happy about and I'm comfortable with, and I only spend about three hours, uh, sorry, three days in the gym a week. And like when I'm in the gym, I just focus on the 45 minutes and I'm productive that way. And, and, I, I, and I'm able to you know, extend my life beyond just work and gym. And I think that's a better story to tell rather than just, oh my God, I have to work. And then after work, I have to go to the gym and I have to do this like five to six times a week. So yeah, that's an awesome connotation because I've had this this the same sort of mental thought process recently because I found out that I'm actually spending three hours a day, day in working out like, hour and a half in doing CrossFit, then I cycle to work for another hour, uh, sorry, half an hour, and then I run home uh, another hour, so that's already like close to three hours. Like, well, does this really serve me in terms of what I what I aim to get out of life? I was like, well, not really. I do enjoy working out a lot, but then it becomes that question which you said that, okay, well, are you actually spending the, the quality time towards what's important in your life, yeah. right? So it's all about that balance. And, get, and, and it's interesting because um, so many people forget even even myself in previous life and probably you as well it's, it's like forget the fact that you can get great results um you know body image wise from a health perspective with with actually much less 
time spent running or going to the gym and so forth. Mm-hmm. But it, it all starts obviously from what you actually uh, put into your mouth mm-hmm. in, in, in that aspect as well. So, because because your your lifestyle lifestyle is very interesting because you literally work like almost every day throughout yeah. the week, right? Yeah. So. Um, and you do find that intermittent fasting suits that very hectic lifestyle of yours. And yes. You don't need to think yes. and you don't need to plan the meals yes. or stuff. No, totally. And like, even for instance, I just came back from a holiday. I was in Italy for two and a half weeks. Nice. Yeah. Whilst I was, believe it or not, I was eating pizza and pasta. But because I was eating them on the windows that mm-hmm. I could eat, I didn't even gain weight. That's I mean, how awesome is that i mean people often fret like oh my god i'm gonna go to spain or to italy i'm gonna eat a lot i might gain weight you know and because you want to try as much food as you want but i was able and and and, you know and you have a lot of like post trip trauma kind of like why did i do that to myself you know which is not cool and 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 like yeah you're you're like yolo but then after your holiday you you kind of like you push yourself too much in the gym trying to get your sh- yourself back in shape but with IF you're like oh, wow cool I yeah I'm in this country yeah I can't eat for 16 hours but I can reserve them too and 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 you know and eat big servings of pizza and pasta without having to have and 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 still going back to Singapore or going back to your country picking yourself up in the same light as you've left yourself so you've actually enjoyed your holiday to the fullest to, you know, enjoyed all the food yeah. and stuff without because actually it, Yeah, and by the way, in two and a half yeah. weeks in, in Italy, for example, I didn't even go gym. Like, like mm-hmm. a zero workout. And, you know, a lot of fitness freaks would freak out because they're like, what? You didn't work out for two weeks? How can you keep up in shape? You know, keep in shape and stuff. So, but I'm like, no, I didn't have to. And I just needed to be IF. And, and I, there's a lot, of, I mean, there's a lot of time poor people and you know i choose to be time poor in a way because i keep and this is what keeps me up and keeps me at the edge of my seat but there's for for everyone that's time poor and a function of not because of their choice but because of the function of roles that they do whether they really have very demanding jobs or demanding lifestyle because they have a new kid for example Mm -hmm. i think that this suits them i mean it's really just phasing when they eat their food and it could work wonders in fact i tell people like you know what just try and and also by the way nico also when they try they need to commit to it so uh, there is a tipping point for my body i only saw it working for me when they did it for 25 days 25 days to long consistently and so so for example i've had i've talked to people i've encouraged them to do if they've done it for for a week and they don't see the results and they get disappointed i'm like no 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 you just have to commit to it it is habit building it for me personally it took me about 25 days before i saw i wake up one day and i was because i was like on the 20th day i was like why is it not working is it not working for me is it not for my body type you know i was having a lot of self-doubt yeah, sure. but like when i woke up on the 25th day and i saw myself in the mirror i'm like oh wow like now we're talking you know like and now i can keep up so so it's it just people just need to be responsible enough to commit to it, especially mm-hmm. for the first 20, 25 days, and then they will see results. Absolutely. So one, I have to ask this, John, I really do. So, cause you mentioned that you don't, you don't drink alcohol at yes. all. And presumably you did, did you know, enjoy a few drinks previously. Yeah. How, how has this, this transition towards not 
drinking alcohol, how has that affected your health, your mind and, and your body? How do, you, how do you see the change? I think firstly, physically, it's much better because alcohol just drains you. It does. And when, when, you, when, you, when you think draining and when you're uh, maybe late 20s to early 30s, draining could also mean losing your youthful glow and yes, you true. don't like yeah. that so when you look dehydrated you age five ten times mm-hmm. and 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 that and apart from like potentially a beer belly yeah. for example so so physically it has a dramatic effect in terms of a positive effect mm-hmm. if, if you start avoiding alcohol and mm-hmm. um, mentally it is great because two things one is because you tend i tend personally tend to be more focused and there there is and there is no downtime mm-hmm. uh there is no downtime i mean like i don't have to deal with hangovers on say saturday mornings exactly. or sunday mornings <laughs> yeah. and therefore when when say a client needs to meet up with me on say on a sunday noon time i could pick it up and say yeah cool let's go let's yeah. let's do this consultancy thing and 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 secondly mentally as well there is no struggle because there is sometimes when you know sometimes when you're around peers you say oh you work out hard but you party harder especially when you get into sports like on the cult sports like crossfit yeah, where yeah. people work out hard and party harder um and then you find yourself like joking and funnily jokingly working out the following day immediately after you've drunk so She's much not very healthy i mean it's fun yeah. but mentally it doesn't really do you well yeah. uh, and the bodily functions and and their science to telling you that actually after drinking so much you need to be able to rest the following day you yeah, don't absolutely. you don't kill yourself in, in the gym or, or in crossfit mm-hmm. which is completely different from what people are doing now because people have this mentality and this mindset of like oh i've sinned last night i drank so much i need to burn it today and it's just so wrong and unfortunately people are just misguided with it so i would say and and that's why i said that you know drinking or or not having alcohol in my system has kind of helped both physically and mentally i'm sure it's yeah. sure socially though is where the problem is because you're not a social obviously of course you're not a social and therefore you would have to pick the the the, the points of social engagement that you would have i mean some friends have abandoned me because i'm not as fun anymore because they make fun of me being drunk basically but like you are, and then you kind of have this very mature question to yourself you're like but are they real friends because which is, if, which is if, true if the only fun side to to hanging out is really getting people drunk around you and, and yourself which just, makes the alcohol the connecting piece exactly right? which so, is yeah. sad kind of uh because like when the alcohol is not there what makes friendships exactly last exactly. and you know you, you get this you you get into an uncle mm-hmm. mode suddenly and you start thinking about like our our, our friendship is really anchored Mm-hmm. on alcohol but remove the alcohol in the and on the table you actually aren't friends you actually don't even talk or you don't even have anything in common like that's, at all. that's such a good point it is such a good point so that then raises the question well they're real friends or is it just you know hanging out drinking together it's yeah. like yeah that, don't, don't get me wrong you might ha- still have fun but what's the real value that people then add to each other's true, lives true. because and that's what true friendship and is and we're deviating from IF a bit but like for instance it's, it's in, in the case of in the case of Singapore like the way I've post-rationalized it is because drinking in Singapore is not cheap mm-hmm. and so like imagine ever since I quit drinking about 
a year and a half ago. So I stopped drinking in March, uh, sorry, in April, yeah. April of 2018, like zero. And since April, like the money that I was able to save, and I, I mean, I've lost friends along the way, admittedly, the drinking friends, but the money I was able to save and the travels and countries I was able to see because of the money that I was yeah. able to save gives you a different source of joy of course, and experience. Of course, so, absolutely. so it's not like you stop drinking and you suddenly you lose your drinking buddies and it's the end of the world. You you actually find yourself like having a little bit more cash on hand yeah. because you don't drink anymore yeah. and you don't pay fifteen twenty dollars a drink mm-hmm. and by the way you don't stop at fifteen to twenty dollars yeah. when you go out and 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 yeah it's and yeah and you you find yourself enjoying say. A really affordable cheap to the beaches of Phuket yeah, or absolutely. even go to a quiet retreat in Bali then you find yourself having a completely different experience outside what you thought you may have mm-hmm. lost just because you stopped drinking and then at the added benefit of how deep it goes into your health totally. both in the body in terms of weight control in, in terms of your mind at the same time yeah. it's like it, it, it goes quite deep mm-hmm. obviously this topic which which is from a health health management pers- perspective is quite clear there's no right or wrong answer to this people do differently and, and that's that's about it so in terms of your longer term health goals and health how 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 will you manage your health and body image going going forwards what do you have in mind do you have like any workout routines or well you, you just mentioned intermittent fasting will be your ways of, of yeah. going forwards i think i would go by diets so so from from a strategy perspective i would go by diets that would allow me to well, live longer and also look younger i think we live in a society and i also dabble into the world where looks are still quite important to to take care of is, and to yeah. to be mindful of yeah. and and therefore anything sort of that disparages your look or the way that you present yourself to people would not be something suitable and and so if is one um so so taking in also and and also youthfulness as the other like and i finally yesterday i was reading up on like collagen so a lot of people for example are so obsessed with running i used to be addicted to running as well what they're not realizing with running apart from the usual impact of the bones right being like brittle and and not really healthy for the knees you also find yourself losing a lot of your collagen and 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 and, 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 you know whatever that fat that you have on your face that just lifts your face yes so and so like and so i wouldn't so personally i wouldn't get into workouts that compromises my collagen because your collagen naturally your collagen production naturally depletes already as you age to hasten this and to engage in activities that would hasten the depletion is something i wouldn't get in myself into and so i'm happy to be for example and and you know it's workout it's for some people it's even smoking they don't realize um drinking because of the dehydration it doesn't help so so it's really just just keeping to intermittent fasting and then ultimately living a very healthful healthy responsible lifestyle it's it's choosing the right food I don't eat fr- fried food. I don't eat fast food. I don't yeah. drink. I, 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 you know, and and 
I choose to you drink a lot of water. It's it's really not even expensive and it's not rocket science at all. Like just being responsible in terms of like making sure you at least have two liters of water every day to keep your skin hydrated and you get enough sleep, which is at least seven hours a day as much as you can. And and yeah, and, and, and just do the IF and eat responsibly when you can. And obviously Christmas season is coming. There would be a lot of eating pressures and social occasions by which you need to eat unhealthy food i think eating in moderation is very great it's very helpful like i always tell my friends well i can i can taste it not eat the entire meal of course uh, i think some cultures though in asia that's not correct that's that's rude and that's probably impolite but you have to take control and you are in control of your body you only have one body in this world and so you have to take care of it and therefore like it, there's nothing wrong with tasting stuff even if it's sort of for example the most unhealthy imaginable meal that could be served in front of you say during a christmas gathering why not have a bite the bite won't hurt <laughs> it won't hurt you yeah, can exactly, you can exactly. burn it you can still socialize you can still enjoy you you could tell yourself you've enjoyed it and and and, and just stop and, and just stop at it don't don't binge or don't 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 create things or reasons that you would regret later on so yeah, it's it's really just about it's 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 largely mental, Nico. I think it's really it's really about a mindset it is. more than anything else, and it, it's just being on it always. Absolutely, it's it's it, it is very interesting to hear your story because what what sort of becomes very clear is is the fact that you are actually living a an extremely balanced life. So you're not taking anything in, into extremes, not working out like massively, not not draining your body of, of calories or nutrients, and you're still like in excellent shape who works uh, at times you have, uh, you know, your startups, your businesses, your modeling gigs and everything else. It's such a fasc fascinating combination that how you live your life at, at, the, at the same time. So it, it would be really useful for you to sort of give your key tips in terms of uh, the, to the listeners of how can you actually, what would be your key tips to manage your weight, manage your health in, in a simple manner as possible from your angle? What would these be? I think tip number one would be, I'll probably give a short into three tips. So tip number one would be just, just be focused in terms of what your goal is and stick to it. I think there's a lot of, you know, so firstly, what does that mean? It means that you need to know what you want. And, and secondly, you need to be able to build a plan around it. I, I think it, it really works very well if, you know, if you set yourself up for a goal you start with a very clear goal in mind with an end in mind and then you work towards it because that speaks of that speaks of discipline that speaks also of you having the rigor to be able to to know exactly whether you're close or you're off the goal and days where you are you go off rail then at least you know that you are off rail and you can get easily yourself back on track so 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 that's number one be very very clear with what your goal is and then and, and just focus on it number two is just uh, is, is you need to be able to commit to it and and committing to it means that if, if we've set that goal that we've set in number one we need to be able to get to that goal and 
and and commit also means being able to fend off a lot of the temptations that goes your way and you're not gonna burn friendships if you say suddenly that i'm sorry i can't go because i don't drink or in cases where you're bold enough like i did i did go out clubbing without drinks without alcohol so but it doesn't make you less of a person if you say no to whatever they give to you but it it there has to be a higher degree of commitment and 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 without that then you lose the number one whether if you have a very clear goal that we've set in number one if you don't commit to it which is number two then you're never going to get there and you're just not going to be happy right and number three i think it's listen to your body and and go by by a, a particular diet that that really really makes you feel comfortable in a way that it suits your lifestyle I think in order for you to hit or to to achieve number two, which is commit, you need to be able to find something that really lands your lifestyle very well. I can't be on your back telling you to do these things if it doesn't quite suit your schedule, if it doesn't quite suit the social circle, if it doesn't quite suit the time zones that you're at or, or, or just the physical condition. So I can't be preaching CrossFit if there's no CrossFit box, for example, in the city that you're at. So I, and, and, and so, so being able to find that one thing and, and obviously, if you're not, if I tell you to go CrossFit, but you can't commit to it, which is number two, because you don't have the heart for it, then why bother, right? So I think, I think in general, and in, in health, and in wellness, and in fitness, you need to be able to find something that really suits you, and, and experiment. I think that's what I did for myself. I am able to sort of have a very clear point of view in terms of what works for me is because I was bold enough to try and experiment what this veganism is about, what this IF is about, what is this keto diet is about. And then you make choices. Because along the way, when you try to experiment, for example, I would assume that you would spend 20, maybe 20, 30 days, at, at, at most 100 days, trying to figure that out. And in the process, you would know that, oh shucks, it's so hard for me to do this because there's so many things that was going in the way that's not according to how I live my lifestyle then clearly it's not for you so 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 be courageous enough to experiment but be be mindful enough of being able to find also that particular diet that really suits the life that you want and the life that would make you happy absolutely such great tips john uh, where can people follow you people can follow me <laughs> embarrassingly you can Try to follow me on Instagram. That's at the douche Juan. You can just, it's, you know, it's the douchebag, but I'm not entirely a douchebag yet. So <laughs> changed bag to John Spanish version. So it's at the douche Juan. That's how you can find me at the moment. Or if you're wanting some perfumes, you can drop by 77 Duckstone at Mizon 21G. I'm also almost there almost every day, finding, trying to design perfumes for people. So yeah, that's how they could find me. John, that is awesome. Thank you so much for joining uh, this this Hellzilla podcast. We'll we'll be we'll be uh, we'll be um, obviously very excited to hear more about your journeys and your stories and following up on 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 your journey through the socials as well. Some great advice. Thank you as always, brother. Um, awesome. It, it's been great. 
Guys, do make sure you go uh, to the Apple App Store to download the newest version of Heldzilla. We have some great new stuff in the oven for the Heldzilla version 3 launch, which will be coming out uh, towards the end of uh, um, towards the end of this year, towards early next year as well, which will likely include stuff like intermittent fasting timers and all sorts of new cool stuff at the same time. It's been a pleasure, guys. You have a great day ahead. Live healthy, live free. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye.